Big Rick Podcast. The best of the biggest interviews from Big Rick in the Morning on iHeartRadio, Apple, or Google Podcasts, or anywhere podcasts are heard. See more info now at onairwithrick.com. It is the Big Rick Podcast. Thank you for joining us. We're going to go to the hotline here in just a moment and talk to country sensation Matt Stell. He recently scored a number one hit on the charts, the country charts, with his song called Prayed For You, which will unquestionably be a wedding song for years and years to come. Uh, He's also got new music out, a really cool cover we're going to talk about by a very iconic pop star and much more. Let's head on over now to the hotline with country singer Matt Stell. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. All right, on the Goober 95.1 hotline, I've got country sensation Matt Stell. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. How are y'all? Uh, you know, if I was any better, Matt, as I told all my listeners, I'd be triplets right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, man, we're going to see you up in uh, Lexington here uh, this weekend, Saturday, with uh, Chris Young and the Raised on Country Tour, also Eli Young Band. Uh, now, first of all, I want to congratulate you, man. You, you scored a number one recently with "Prayed for You." Congratulations, man! Thank you so much. It's um, it's pretty surreal that that that, that happened, and that uh, you know afforded me the opportunity to go on tour with uh, with Chris and and the Eli Young Band, and we've just been having a blast on the road. Yeah, I can't tell you how many weddings I've been to so far this year where that song has been played. Have you had any like? personal family friends or other artists hit you up to play at some weddings oh yeah yeah i've had uh <laughs> fans as well and, and we've done a few but you know obviously schedules schedules don't allow for a lot of that but uh yeah, but yeah it's always it was pretty flattering uh whenever people want to include that song in a day that's so important to them you know it's, yeah. it's pretty high praise I had to compliment the song. Obviously, the song sounds terrific. A lot of people connect with it. But what I really like about that song, Matt, is uh, the, the sophistication of the lyrics, uh, especially when you reference uh, having the faith like King James did. Uh, talk more about that real quick. Well, you know, we were just trying to paint a picture of a, uh, you know, a character in that song that's a lot like me, who's just a lot luckier than he deserves in a lot of different ways, not just relationships. And, um you know, really, the you know the the core message of that of that song is really you know if you stick around, if you if you persevere, if you fight through things, uh, you know you allow you give a chance for good things to happen, and yeah. and so that was the uh, you know that was kind of the, the the point of departure, and you know that that's where that's where that line and kind of a lot of the the the, um, the content before is kind of pointing towards. Yeah. Um, I see here that you're a uh, a student of classic country, but you also oh, yeah. have the same taste as I do, and you love some '90s rock. Why don't you tell us some of your favorite albums from both of those eras? Oh, sure. Well, you know, I grew up listening to, to uh, Johnny Cash and my granddad. He used to get uh, he used to be able to check out tapes and CDs from the uh, from the VA hospital there, and he'd bring them back, and that's how. I learned about Johnny Cash and Ernest Tubb and Pat Klein and um, Merle Haggard and, and Waylon and all those guys really. Um, and I've just always had a, uh, I've just always had a, 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 just a passion for country music uh, and and of, of all eras. And then, you know, growing up, you know, a kid in the '90s, it's you know, there's some records in there that really changed my, you know, changed my life and, and just in terms of what I think is cool. You know, I, I think about Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill. Oh, yeah. All-time favorite. Um, 
you know, Hootie and the Blowfish is Cracked mm-hmm. Rearview, uh, Oasis, What's the Story, Morning Glory. You know, those are some records that really, really did a whole lot uh, to me and for me, uh, just in terms of kind of shaping what I think is cool and and I really kind of scratching that itch of of, uh, of music for me. You know, the uh, the Hootie and the Blowfish makes sense to me because you know back in those days, Darius and the band had more of a southern country rock uh, feel to it. And mm-hmm. uh, and it, it it identified on top forty radio, obviously. And Alanis Morissette, I mean that that's just an iconic album. But the Oasis album, What's Your Story, Morning Glory, really surprised me. What is it about that album that really just kind of changed things for you? What, what songs and, and and the and the methodology of the music in it too? Sure. Well, um, you know the, the songs like Don't Look Back and Anger I Love. That's a record that Champagne Supernova's on, mm-hmm. Flip Wonderwall's on. You know, uh, I, to me, it's it's um, I don't. I don't know. It. It sounded like. Uh, it sounded like if the Beatles came along, you know, forty, thirty years later, you know, and and, and it kind of. It has that vibe, but it's sort of, um, you know, kind of a, a, a new new wave take on some of that stuff, and mm-hmm. um, you know, they they did some really interesting stuff production wise with layering, layering guitars and layering harmonies, and and uh, you know, just a really unique sound. Nothing really sounded like it, and. Yeah. Uh, you know, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, man, that stuff just hit me like a ton of bricks, especially that record. One thing I would add to what you're saying right there, I think Oasis really mastered the 90s version of what a rock ballad should be. That's a great point. And, you know, it was, they were, they were really, you know, obviously really great with that because a lot of their most iconic songs were were ballads, you know, and, and uh, or, or at least, you know, they were... Um, they weren't just you know crazy loud up tempos like uh, you know like a lot of the Foo Fighters stuff I was listening to at the yeah. time, which I also liked as well. Uh, but uh, you know, there's something about the melodies there, man, that really that, that really sets that stuff apart, and it's really stuff that I still go back to and listen to. Can you imagine being in the studio trying to cut down Champagne Supernova to radio time? You know what I'm talking about? Like that's a seven minute song. You got to get yeah. it down to like four minutes at least. Or five yeah, minutes at the most. It's it's crazy. I never even thought about that, but you're right. And because that song, that song relies so much on that vibe and so much on that, um, just so much on that, uh, you know, the build up and stuff. You know that that it's really hard to kind of trim the fat on a song like that because there's not a lot <laughs> of fat. But at the same time, you know, it's it, it's pretty hard to have a seven minute song on radio. So, uh, you know, obviously, obviously they did it and and got the point across of the song but then you know then the album cut still a real treat because it kind of builds and swells and and uh and and kind of falls out in a way that really really adds to the song i think yeah i see uh an interview you did with billboard recently i i'm reading through here and i see that you were kind of a late bloomer as far as becoming an artist but you picked up that guitar at the age of 12 right well no actually i really didn't i uh I picked. I my mom had gotten me a guitar when I was ah. around twelve, uh, and I, I think I opened it that Christmas morning. Was excited about it, and then tried to play it. and It hurt my hand, so I just didn't <laughs> anymore. And, and, it, and it went. It went in a closet, and it didn't come out of that closet until uh, until I was somewhere around you know nineteen twenty something like that. Because I was in college playing basketball, and I was uh, you know during. Basketball is a winter sport, so you're on campus the whole winter break while everybody else is out of school, and you don't have class. And if you're, you know, if you're not in practice and you're not on the road, you know, you're just kind of sitting in your dorm room. Oh. And uh, so that's when that's when I asked mom to, to bring that guitar up to me, and 
I, uh, yeah, I sat in front of my computer screen and, and learned how to play it. And, yeah. uh, and it was a lot of, you know, that was, that was really the genesis. I started writing songs very soon after that. Yeah, you've perked my attention now. Uh, not that I wasn't paying attention, but you've really perked my interest because I'm from Indiana and we call ourselves the basketball state. I mean, we've we've yeah. self-titled that we're designated as the basketball state. So where did you play ball at? I played ball at Drury University in, in yeah. Springfield, Missouri. Yeah, and I played all over uh, all over Indiana, Illinois, and Northern Kentucky as well. Yeah. So, um, and you know, it's like basketball was my first love. That was that was that was my first dream, and I, I did get to. You know, I was lucky enough to get to live that dream a little bit, and uh, it was really great. And you know, I, when you play basketball, you get to think about you know, Rupp Arena is one of those places you think about when you think about basketball. Oh and yeah, the fact that I get to I get to come play Rupp Arena, uh, not exactly how I thought I would be <laughs> when I was younger, <laughs> but but I do get to go in there and I do get to get on the floor and uh, there and uh, and uh, I'm really looking forward to that, man. It's going to be a great time. Is uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, if I recall, Drury is that a JUCO college? No, it's not a JUCO. Okay, it's, it's a Division two school. So I, I played played all four years there, and, and okay. I was was uh, really enjoyed my time there, and, and uh, it really influenced uh, me in a lot of ways. The sure. light bulb is going off for me right now. I think you guys have played the University of Southern Indiana several times, right? Yeah, same conference. USI, yep. yeah, the G, yep. the GLVC. Okay, I grew up a mile from USI, literally a mile away. Going yeah, to that, yeah, they always had great teams. Uh, they, yeah. They're always really good. Yeah, I think the coach here just got his two hundredth win too. Uh, one last basketball question. I don't want to touch too much on this, but uh, what position did you play, and and what's your best shot on the court? Um, I was a I was a forward. Uh, okay. so we kind of ran a five out motion. So I would I was. Uh, I was doing. I was somewhere, you know, either, either around the basket or kind of setting uh, setting screens. But we faced up a little bit too. So, so I was just. A, I was a three four forward, and, and sometimes I played the five. But yeah, um, uh, man, you know, I, uh, I could kind of. I, I was pretty. I was pretty uh, deadly from from the elbows at the time. Back when a mid range <laughs> jump shot was something that people did. Yeah, um, you know. So, uh, so yeah, I. I uh, like I said, I enjoyed my time uh, playing ball, and I still like to get out and play when I can. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me ask you this: uh, What I know what it is, but I'm going to ask you: What is the first song you ever wrote? What is the name of it? And <laughs> tell us more about it. Sure. You know, one of the first songs. I, I, I think it was one. If it wasn't the first, it was one of. It's a song called "Sheepskin Road" that what? I wrote, and <laughs> yeah, and I really wrote the song about my. Uh, about my great grandpa uh-huh. and uh, and sort of where I'm from and, and where my you know where my family's from in Central Arkansas and and, uh, and so that was really that was really one of the first times that I sat down to write a song I came out with something that I dug and um, and yeah I mean I'm, I'm I'm proud to say that that song, that song still matters to some folks um, uh, you know back around the house that, that that know that because I was really trying to tell the story of uh, of what it was like there, you know, sort of after the depression and and uh, and and what life was like growing up there a little bit. So um, yeah. yeah, that was the song. Skin Road. Well, I can tell you, I've met and and I've known Chris Young for a really long time. The guy always does a dynamite tour. I, I'm sure you have some nice things to say about him. But what's the biggest lesson you've learned from Chris Young while being on the road with him this year? That's a that's a great way to put it. I think the biggest lesson that I've learned from from those guys in that camp is just really you know how to how to be professional and how to uh, 
you know, how to come in night in, night out and, and do a consistently uh, great job. You know, I hope I'm able to do that at, at some point, you know, because yeah. they do. They come in and every night is, uh, even even when things don't go right, they're pros, and, and they, they typically most of the time do go right. And uh, so that's what I've learned is that uh, is that you bring it every night. And uh, mm-hmm. the lesson that's uh, similar with basketball as well, too. And, but watching those guys, watching those pros do it, you know, it really it really is the lesson sinks in. So I've got a very frank question for you, and this is a positive question, but, you know, guys like, uh, I'm just going to name some names here, like Thomas Rhett, uh, let me think of some others. Russell Dickerson this year, who I saw open for uh, Thomas Red. Guys like that in the past have been the opener for some big tours. You're obviously on a very big tour this year, and a lot of people look at the opening act as, well, maybe not as good as the other ones, but I feel like when an artist chooses an opener for his tour, that really sets the tone for the entire show. Would you agree with that? And maybe add to that when folks come up and see you at Rep Arena, what are they going to see you do, and what's going to set you apart when you do open for the Raised on Country tour up there? Sure. Well, you know, I think you're right. There's a lot of thought that goes into uh, to putting these tours together. So, you know, somebody like Chris Young uh, asks you to come on tour, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a big deal and it's high praise. So, you know, that means that, uh, that, that we're literally and figuratively had to get our act together. And, uh, and so, you know, if you... If you come to the, you know, the, the Raise on Country Tour, it's so great because it's not only Chris Young, but it's also Eli Young Band. Yeah. You have some of my favorite songs, and then you know we get to, we get to get on that stage, and you know we we try to, you know, the, the music that I write is all music that I care about and all stuff that's that's genuine. Uh, that, that may I hope that's what that's the common thread to it. So we're going we're going to play those songs that I'm that I'm proud of that I want to share with folks, and uh, you know we're we're uh, in a lot of ways a rock band just in how we get down we like to bring a lot of energy and we have we have as much fun on stage as uh as any band that i know of that's really our really our reward is getting to get on stage and and rock out and and play these songs so uh you know anytime you can get to uh you know i would encourage folks to get there early and check out us and and for sure uh be there for eyb because uh you know, it's, they're it's, incredible. Uh, it's a great show. It's great music for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, well, I'm going to be up there Saturday. I think I'm going to come backstage and say hi to you for a little bit. Can't wait to meet you, shake your hand, all that good stuff. Uh, before we go, I want to ask you one last thing. Um, I saw an article that you're, you you like covered an Ariana Grande song. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did. I will play it tomorrow night or uh, we'll play it uh, Saturday night as well. Uh, yeah. So I covered Ariana Grande has a song called God is a Woman. And I think it's. Uh, you know, to me, it's almost it's it's a country song in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Or at least it does a lot of things that country songs do, in that it's it's got this lyric that's got this cool turn to it. You know, the song sounds pretty controversial, and which I you know which I kind of like. But you know, the way that the uh, the way that the lyric turns, it doesn't exactly go where it sounds like it's going from the title. And um, it's a sexy song, and it's just a uh, it's just a really great song. And so uh, when I heard it, a buddy of mine had the idea. My buddy Joe that I that used to play guitar for me, and now we we write songs together all the time. But it was his idea. He was like, man, what if what if uh, you did a, a cover of this and kind of put your own spin on it? And I was like, man, that's a great idea. I think it'll really it, it might add something. It might be different coming from a from a guy's perspective singing that song. So so we did, and I was proud of how it came out. And uh, we yeah, we really look forward to playing that one every night now. I, I can't wait to to see that and, and the other songs you're going to perform. Any good covers that you do during your show that uh, folks might be looking for? Oh, we do a couple. I probably uh, 
I'll probably keep those a little bit of a surprise for the okay. folks that come out because I like. Uh, yeah, we, we've got a we've got a little medley that we do that kind of plays a couple songs that we feel like uh, you know if this song that that they're both really a lot uh, that they they both describe us and they're and they're not that similar to each other. So um, so yeah, we have a good time and and uh, that with that those cover songs and things like that. So yeah, we'll we'll definitely get to play some stuff that we love that we didn't make up. <laughs> well, I know you obviously you're gonna be playing at an iconic uh, arena like Rupp Arena here in a couple of days. What's the coolest place up until now this year that you've really played at that really just uh stands at the top of that mountain of, of uh venues that you've played at and, and will you'll never forget it. Uh, yeah, well I've gotten to play a lot of cool places, but the one that sticks out the most is I got to make my Opry debut this Ooh. year and I got to invite yeah, yeah. Old Opera is pretty great, and I got to invite uh, you know so many friends and family came from all over to uh, to come see that show, and uh, that was really special. I'll always remember that, and uh, that was a really special memory. Yes, yeah, so I'd have to say the Opry. What, what, what's the moment on stage when you're at the Opry? Uh, like when you walk on stage and you're out there, what is the thing that just hits you? Like what happened? What what little thing did you see that where it just hits you? You're like, oh my god, I'm at the Grand Old Opry right now. Uh, well, I mean, you step in the middle of that circle that's, uh, you know, that everybody that's, that's ever, all my heroes have stood in, and uh, and then I look left and look right, and I've got my band and, and my co-writers, you know, kind of up there uh, with me, and, and, and mm-hmm. there you're playing with the Opry band, and then you look behind you, and I've got my mama and my grandmama's step-parents and stuff uh, back there uh, watching the show, and then out in the crowd, there was you know, a bunch of people, like I said, from where I'm from. So it was, uh, yeah. it was quite a lot of fun. It, it was really special. Did, did you feel queasy in the stomach at all, or did did you just get right to it and you felt confident? Oh, I mean, it's definitely there's some nerves involved because there's so <laughs> many folks, you know, there. And you want to do a good job, but uh, you know, the good thing about about playing songs that uh, you know, playing songs that I wrote is that I can I can, um, which I mean, it might be true of songs you don't write. I don't know, but I know for me if if you know, I can lean the songs that I had a hand in creating, and knowing that people are are interested in the stuff that I, that I helped create, and that that kind of takes some of the the nerves out of it. Gotcha. Um, so we'll see you here Saturday at Rep Arena, Lexington, Kentucky, with Chris Young and the Raised on Country Tour. Matt Stell, dude, you uh, I'll tell you, I've seen him come and go. You definitely have the vocals, you have the talent, and that songwriting that you're doing with those folks is just phenomenal. Keep up the great work. And uh, check out his current number one single, Prayed For You. And, of course, uh, come check him out in Lexington Saturday night. Can't wait to see you there, bud. Man, can't wait to see y'all. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to the Big Rick Podcast. Remember to subscribe on iHeartRadio, Apple, or Google Podcasts, or anywhere podcasts are heard. See exclusive video interviews and content now with the Big Rick in the Morning YouTube channel. Subscribe now at onairwithrick.com.